the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So I said last week on the soap opera of uh, Fawny Willis testifying before a hearing in Atlanta about whether or not she began her adulterous affair with the guy she hired and paid $600,000 to prosecute Donald Trump and 18 others in a racketeering case. Uh, I said that that was a naked exposure of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, A little bit of an update. The former law partner of Nathan Wade, that's the boyfriend of Fonnie Willis, uh, the former law partner, Terrence Bradley, was on the stand on Friday afternoon, and I couldn't find an update on his testimony until last night. Now, Terrence Bradley went on the stand early Friday, or excuse me, early like Tuesday or Wednesday, and wouldn't answer anything because he <laughs> he cited attorney-client privilege. Well, attorney-client privilege applies to what a client tells an attorney about the case that might be now being questioned in court. It doesn't mean that everything the attorney and the client have ever talked about is privileged, but... Mr. Bradley didn't want to answer any questions. So they let him off the stand and they were going to litigate whether or not his information was really privileged or was not privileged. And one of the things he said before he got off the stand was that he never exchanged text messages with this attorney for one of Donald Trump's co-defendants. She said, you know, didn't we exchange text messages? You told me this. No, no, I've never exchanged text messages with you. Well, oops. She introduced on Friday an array of text messages from Mr. Bradley and her, one of which she ran by him her legal filing saying that Fonnie Willis's affair with Nathan Wade began before she hired him and paid him 600 grand to persecute, I'm sorry, prosecute Trump. And his response to her running those legal papers by him was not, no, you're really wrong here. That affair didn't start until after she hired him. His response was, was not, what what affair? I don't, I don't even know they had an affair. No, no. His response was, looks good. <laughs> looks good. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, two days after that, uh, Fawny Willis goes back to uh, church. Uh, well, why is she in church? Uh, to repent? No. Uh, here's why she's in uh, her Atlanta church. We welcome you. This is our Black History Achievement Award presented to Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis. Now, I was in church on uh, Sunday at Northwest Chapel in Dublin, where I worship, and you're welcome to come and worship with us. We'd love to see you. Come up and say hello. We didn't give away any uh, awards on Sunday for anything that, you know, was done in the course of 
people performing their normal job or in the case of Fonnie Willis, like lying through her teeth and doing everything I hope she can possibly do to get herself disbarred and maybe imprisoned. But then Fonnie got up and, uh, well, she said this has been quite the experience for her. Um, and she she cited a scripture that will be familiar to some of you, Isaiah fifty four seventeen. Let me tell you something that I've learned very, very recently, because you may need this lesson as well. You know, people keep sending me scriptures, and I, and I appreciate those scriptures, but different people from all different walks of life keep sending me this one scripture, and I don't think I ever really heard it till to maybe two days ago. You, people send you stuff, you read them, they just kind of become things you recite, but you don't really think about what they say. The scripture they keep sending me is, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Ah. I need y'all to hear me, though. Oh, please. They did not say the weapons will not form. And that's the part I didn't hear until recently. Okay, so Fani now has clarity that people are forming weapons against her, but the scripture comforts her that no weapon formed against her will prosper. Uh, now, I'm not a Bible scholar, but that scripture is directed at people who are unjustly being accused of something they did not do. Pretty sure it's not aimed at or applicable to people who have an adulterous affair with a married man, lie about it under oath, and let's review, shall we? Uh, the oath you take before you testify in court is the testimony you were about to give, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you God. She said yes to that. So she's committed an adulterous affair. She's lied under oath. She's criminally given $600,000 in taxpayer money to someone she's sleeping with and taking opulent vacations with. And she has the audacity to stand up there and say that she's being unjustly persecuted. And don't worry, I'm hiding behind Isaiah 54, 17, because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Wow. <clears throat> As I said, this is the naked exposure of DEI. Not just in Atlanta. But let me take you into the halls of Congress five days ago. Uh In the halls of Congress five days ago, there's a representative from Florida by the name of uh, Brian Mast. And Brian Mast is questioning a woman named Bonnie Jenkins. Okay, Bonnie Jenkins, well, she's got quite the resume. Her current title is U.S. Undersecretary of State for Arms Control and International Security. She's from the expert class. She's got a B.A. in psychology and black studies from Amherst College. She's got her law degree and master of public administration from the State University of New York at Albany. She's got a master of laws in international and comparative law from Georgetown University, pretty prestigious, and a doctor of philosophy in international relations from the University of Virginia. I give you all her academic credentials and her title at the State Department again, Secretary of State for Arms Control and International Security, to lay the foundation for what I would think would be a pretty easy question for her to answer 
from Brian Mast as she comes before Congress to advocate for a two-state solution between Gaza and Israel in the uh, current war going on over there because Hamas, which has been in Gaza for far too long, tried to butcher and eliminate and exterminate the Israelis on October 7th. So here's Bonnie Jenkins speaking, and then Brian Mast is going to have what I think is a very simple question for her. We support a two-state solution. Okay. Have you looked at that objectively? Uh, what do you mean, have you looked at it objectively? Have you analyzed that objectively? Um, this, is, this is something that we do support, yeah. Uh, that's not an answer. Have you analyzed a second Palestinian state objectively? Have you, have you analyzed it objectively? Uh, I'm not sure exactly what you're asking. Have you don't I know personally what it means analyzed to, it? You don't know what it means to objectively analyze something? No, what it means objectively. Analyze. Okay, so have you done that? No, I have not. You ha- if, if, <laughs> if I understand your question. You might not be, because I can't believe that you would answer it in that way. If you, so let me just start over. You're here uh, representing support for a Palestinian yes. state, correct? Yes, yes. Have you analyzed that support objectively? Yes. But you just said no. So I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Okay. I thought I made it pretty simple, but you said no. But I'll grant you that now you said yes, you have looked at it objectively. She has multiple degrees from multiple supposedly prestigious schools. She has a high position of authority in the Biden administration. And she does not know clearly what have you evaluated this objectively, which means have you weighed all your options of a two-state solution? She has a talking point. We favor a two-state solution. Well, it's not her last talking point. She has other talking points. And Brian Mast did a really good job over the next four minutes of drawing out her talking points and getting her to, well, he didn't do a very good job of getting her to flesh out and detail her talking points because she's not intellectually capable of doing it. DEI on full display again next on The Bruce Lee Show. So we start at the bottom of the hour, and you can catch that on the podcast, talking about Fawny Willis, the uh, Atlanta district attorney, uh, using a scripture, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, uh, to defend herself for having an adulterous affair with a married man, lying under oath in a hearing, and uh, giving $600,000 in taxpayer money to her lover to prosecute Donald Trump. And I said that was the naked exposure of diversity, equity, and inclusion because uh, Fawny Willis got elected to the uh, district attorney's job in Atlanta because she's a black woman. That's flat out. It's not because of her (laughs) eloquence. It's not because of her legal brilliance. Remember, uh, the judge said she was a hostile witness. She goes, I'm not hostile. I know that's a legal term, Fawny, that means that your interests are contrary to the interests of the attorney questioning you. And Fawny said, well, her interests are contrary to democracy, Your Honor. Oh, I see. I think Fawny got the whole, like, who's in charge of the proceeding thing backwards. But, of course, you know, her whole life she's been elevated to jobs she's not qualified for because of intersectionality boxes that she can check, black and woman. 
So I understand why, after a lifetime of that, she would be a little slow to grasp who's really in charge of a legal proceeding. But I said it's not just her. It's all over. The Biden administration, remember they bragged famously about how diverse they were going to be. Well, uh, here's one of their diverse hires, Bonnie Jenkins. Bonnie Jenkins has a big old title at the State Department. U.S. Undersecretary of State for Arms Control and International Security. And she's got degrees. Oh, she's an expert. She's got degrees from Amherst College, from the State University of New York at Albany, from Georgetown University, University of Virginia. She's got a doctorate. She's a law lawyer. Blah, 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 blah. She just doesn't know what evaluate something objectively means. That was the cut we played right before we went to break from a question from Florida Congressman Brian Mast. As Bonnie Jenkins sat before him in Congress last week and said, we in the Biden administration support a two-state solution in Gaza and Israel. Which, have they owned that, like, publicly? I know they're, like, doing everything they can to backdoor Israel and try to call off Israel from (laughs) trying to get rid of the people who have stated repeatedly that the goal of those in Gaza is to exterminate all Jews from the face of the earth. But Biden says, a little over the top there, Israel. They're a little sensitive to the extermination efforts, to the genocidal efforts of the uh, people in Gaza. I think they ought to back off a little bit. But Bonnie Jenkins is not backing off. She's coming to Congress with her talking points. And she has said to Brian Mass that the Biden administration advocates for a two-state solution over there. And he's like, have you evaluated that objectively? And her exact quote was, um, I'm not sure I know what you're asking. And then he was incredulous that she would not know what evaluate something objectively meant. And she kind of give her, she's got many degrees. She picked up brilliantly on the fact that she just gave a stupid answer. And she better say, oh, no, we have evaluated that objectively. Even though I wish Brian Mast had said, Oh, dear, do I wish he had asked. Tell me, Bonnie Jenkins, what does it mean to evaluate something objectively? Because I'm pretty sure she couldn't have answered it. But he moved on. He was kind. He moved on. And so here's more. Round two of DEI, nakedly exposed in the halls of Congress. So having looked at it objectively, which I would assume somebody in your position does, uh, who would you assess would lead that Palestinian state? Pick a group. You can name a group, but I'm saying Hamas, Palestinian Authority, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Fatah, some other group. Who would lead it? Um, I think that has to be uh, something that's considered. I don't think I'm in a position to say Who that did right you now. objectively assess would lead it in determining you have support for a Palestinian state? I don't, I don't want to. I don't think that I can answer that question. I think this, has, this is part of a larger discussion. But you objectively assess that you support a Palestinian I state do support a in Palestinian. objectively assessing that. Who do you assess would lead that state? What group that does not receive military support from, say, Iran, do you assess would lead that that state? Um, I understand your question, but I think I would have to have a little I I would I don't I don't feel comfortable saying that without. Have you not assessed what group would lead it? Have you or have you not assessed who would become the leader of that Palestinian this is part, state? I, this is part of a larger discussion. But have you or have you not assessed that? I, I have. This is a part of a larger discussion. I don't yes. think 
I can't answer that question. You can't I'm answer sorry. whether you have or have not assessed cannot, who would lead the state? I cannot answer a question about me, particularly what I think what what it should be. I mean, I think that's part You of came here and said there should be a Palestinian state. <laughs> have you or have you not assessed who would lead that? Just yes or no. Have you looked at who would lead it or have you not? I, I support a two-state solution. I know, you said that numerous times. Have uh. you or have you not assessed who would become the leader of that state? Fatah, Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Palestinian Authority, somewhere else. He's given her the answer. Have you assessed who it would be? She's so stupid, she doesn't know. I don't feel comfortable. I'm sorry, I don't feel comfortable You don't care, questions. feel comfortable feel... saying if you have assessed something? No, what I don't feel comfortable with is making a statement when I think it's part of a larger discussion. Don't even say who it is. Just answer, have you assessed it? Have there you assessed an, there, who would lead there, it? Put it this way, there, there will be an assessment of this question within the U.S. government so in terms of who we think should. So you came here supporting something a, you have not assessed. I'm not in a position assessed. right now to say what that is because I think this is part of a larger discussion. Mm. Presumably there will be a discussion, uh, uh, hopefully among people who have functioning brains, which she does not. If you're going to go and advocate for a two-state solution, wouldn't part of advocating for a two-state solution be asking yourself the problematic question, who will be in charge if we get a second state over there, if we get a state for Gaza, who will be in charge of that? She's, oh, let me check my talking points. Oh, it's part of a larger discussion. It's part of a larger discussion. Oh, wonderful. Then Brian Mast asks a very problematic question, and the question is, why should we reward Hamas for trying to exterminate Israel by giving them a state of their own? So you can answer whether you assessed something or I, not. What I can answer is this is part of a discussion that I, I don't think that I should be making those decisions or, or answering these questions right now. Answering what you don't think you should answer whether you assess something is amazing. Let me ask one more question. <laughs> Why do you think that we should make a country out of a people that just conducted a Jewish genocide four months ago? Um, what? I'm not sure what you're, what you're asking. Oh. Can I have time to repeat the question for her, Mr. Chairman? Yes. Since she doesn't understand? I object. Uh, she, she's Mr. asking Chairman, for a Mr. clarification. Mr. Chairman, the time limit has occurred. Oh, save so me. The Throw question, her lifeline, Democrat. said you don't understand Mr. Chairman, it, is, I continue to object. I object. Why do you want to make a country Mr. of a Chairman. people that just conducted a Jewish genocide? Mr. I think Chairman. I said it very clearly. Please answer. I'm not going to respond to a question about, um, about that one. Sorry. I don't, I don't feel like I, I, would, I want to answer your question. I really mm. do. But I just don't feel like I'm in the position right now that I can answer those type of questions. When I, when I, this is a question that's going to be just, uh, this is a question for the U.S. government. And You're the we U.S. Were, government. Yes, Moron. I know. Undoubtedly, we, you we cannot answer. We're still work. We're still. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, for indulging me hey. to repeat the question that apparently was not. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.